Fred's Front Porch Podcast is made possible by the generous support of Jenner Zeno, Alex Oliphant, our unofficial patron saint, Jane Louise Finch, our official patron saint, Edith Keeler, Coralie Day with Scott Knight, Hermione Granger, and listeners like you. Welcome, fellow traveler on this rock floating through space. I'm Fred. This is my front porch. Come on up and sit a while. There are ideas to be discussed on this old set of nicely nailed together boards. When diplomacy fails. Real peace is not just the absence of conflict. It is the presence of justice. Andrew W. Marlowe. If you've ever listened to an episode of Fred's Front Porch Podcast, you know that when I discuss controversial issues, I always like to begin with common ground and then try to lead you calmly where I would like you to go. I don't yell at you. I don't attack people. You know I believe in kindness. You know that I always try to see the other side of any issue. And I consider that side when I make my case. I don't believe I can do that this week. He can simply be reinstated. Powell said of Trump during the conference. The crowd cheered loudly in response to her groundless claims. Powell made the remarks during the For God and Country Patriot Roundup conference in Dallas this weekend. Also speaking at the event was retired General Michael Flynn, the former Trump national security advisor who has repeatedly pushed false claims about the 2020 election. The link is in the show notes. This isn't a difference of political opinion. I rarely thought either President Bush was right. I can think of few times I concurred with Reagan. But these men were patriots with whom I disagreed. They believed in the Constitution. They believed in America although their vision of it was much different from mine. If we were still living in the land of the rational, we could discuss this dispassionately, and we could find some means of tolerating ideas different from our own. Michael Flynn, however, has taken us over the line. Michael Flynn, a national security advisor to Trump, 
who pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI and was later pardoned by the former president, faced quick backlash after appearing to suggest at an event that a military coup akin to the one unfolding in Myanmar should happen in the United States. Again, the link is in the show notes. And there you will find a video of a Marine asking why we couldn't have a coup in the United States and Michael Flynn answering, no reason should happen here. It should happen here. Michael Flynn later retracted the statement. Flynn later said on Telegram that he had been misinterpreted despite video of his remarks. Let me be very clear, he wrote. There is no reason whatsoever for any coup in America, and I do not and have not at any time called for any action of that sort. Calling for an overthrow of the government of the United States is simply over the line of rational thought. It can't be easily dismissed as a joke. It can't be walked back. We all saw what happened on January 6th. We have people today saying that it wasn't a big deal. It's been compared to a group of tourists. Representative Andrew Klein, Republican of Georgia, made the tourist comment saying, that calling what happened at the Capitol on January 6th an insurrection is, quote, a bold-faced lie. Watching TV footage of those who entered the Capitol and walked through Statuary Hall showed people in an orderly fashion staying between the stanchions and ropes, taking videos and pictures, the first-term lawmaker said. You know, if you didn't know the TV footage was a video from January 6th, you'd think it was a normal tourist visit. The link is in the show notes. You can hear Fred's Front Porch Podcast without any commercials on Patreon. Patreon. The link is in the show notes. For just $5 a month, you get to help this show grow, and you move me a little closer to being able to get a little house with a fenced-in backyard so I can have a dog to reduce my loneliness at night. That would make me incredibly happy. At higher levels, you can get coffee cups, t-shirts, and hoodies. You can also get my novel as soon as it's finished. Working on it. Working on it. And you get to hear yourself under your own name or any fictional name you choose in the Gratitudes nearly every week. Now, back to the show. Understand. I am trying to understand the thinking involved in supporting this sort of talk. I believe it has to do with loyalty. I'm a fan of loyalty. I have stood by and supported in every way I could imagine friends and family, even when I have believed they might be wrong. I love them. I want to help them in every way I can. I believe our 45th president inspired great loyalty among his followers. Many people had grown tired of what they perceived as business as usual 
in the White House, and they found in Mr. Trump someone entirely different from anyone who has ever held that office before. He was not the calm, somewhat boring sort of politician who had previously held the office. He was outspoken, outrageous, and politically incorrect. He was fearless. He was inspiring. He seemed like exactly what they had hoped to find. Once they had decided to support him, they stuck with him as tightly as they could, regardless of what he did. They believed the media was the enemy of the people. They believed, because it felt so good, what their hero told them, and declined to believe anything they didn't like. Loyalty feels right to these people. I want to go a step further and be clear that these people are not evil, nor are they stupid. They have a set of beliefs that differ from mine. Some of the people I love most in the world are supporters of the 45th president. They are also loyal listeners to this show. I'm grateful for their loyalty. I make a point of telling them several times a month. I will tell them again at the end of this episode. I believe, too, that they don't support a violent overthrow of our government. We may disagree about many things, but I don't like to think anyone on our porch wants to see anyone hurt or killed. That's just not what we do. We believe in love and kindness on the porch. That's not just cute, sweet, empty words. It's not an episode of Barney. It's the belief that love is the most powerful force in the universe. I have more than one episode that makes that point. I'm sure some of them opposed the protests in the summer of 2020 because they viewed them as violent and destructive. I assume they'll apply that same sensibility to the idea of hanging anyone. I presume they believe in the power of the vote to remove from office those who don't represent their views. And this is where the collision occurs. It's difficult to believe two contradictory ideas simultaneously. What is now referred to as the big lie, the idea that the election was stolen, is in direct opposition to the idea that our votes can still make a difference and rid us of those who govern poorly. If elections are rigged, voting is useless. If voting is useless, we have lost our most important right, the power to change the government with our votes. If the government has failed to be a free and just government, it is reasonable to overthrow it violently, since there is no other means of changing it. This makes it impossible to find the common ground I always seek. If you have religious beliefs that differ from mine, we can find common ground in thousands of other ways, and our conflicting beliefs won't cause us any harm. Even among the theists, the differences in beliefs are nearly endless. Some believe in one God, some another, others believe in many. In the Christian religion, 
The variations can be seen by driving across any town in America. You'll see Catholic, Presbyterian, Mormon, and at least two different types of Lutheran churches. You'll find synagogues and mosques. And all these people with these widely varying beliefs manage to get along. One of the best parts of our Constitution is that it guarantees we may all have whatever religious beliefs we choose, or we may have none at all, and we can work, play, love, and thrive together. If, however, you advocate the violent overthrow of our government, you present a danger to me. And that's when diplomacy fails. I can't negotiate with someone who denies my right to freedom because freedom is essential to my happiness. My freedom is dependent upon my right to vote. To remove someone from office absent a vote or other legal means is to invalidate voting. Loyalty. Loyalty, like any other virtue, must have limits. I was loyal to my first wife. We were both teachers. When her principal complained about something Missy did wrong, I stood with Missy, even if her principal may have been right. My love for Missy was stronger than my need to recognize a reality that finally wasn't all that important to me. Missy probably shouldn't have referred to some of the parents of her students as welfare queens getting pregnant to increase the amount of government assistance they received. She worked hard, and she didn't want her money going to people who sit home and watch TV all day. When some of her students heard this, and it got to their parents, it went, as it was certain it would, to the principal, who complained to Missy. I loved Missy, and I helped her put together a solid freedom of speech argument. I disagreed with Missy, but I loved her enough to set that aside. Her happiness and her job were more important to me than an intangible abstract idea. That loyalty, however, had limits, and it finally ended in July of 1997 when I watched her kissing another man in an English pub on our fourth anniversary. You can hear more than you ever wanted to know about that in episode 98, Fred's Journal, July 1997. I couldn't deny an obvious reality. Her loyalty to me was quite different from mine to her. The evidence was irrefutable and to continue to believe otherwise would have been a form of mental illness. I have enough of those as it is. I don't want to add to the list unnecessarily. I'm asking those who believe the big lie to recognize undeniable reality. Accept the evidence of your own senses. Check to see if it's true and ask yourself whether it's really reasonable to believe we need to overthrow the government. That belief comes with violent consequences. It is a path to dictatorship. 
Dictatorships never work out well for anyone other than the dictators. Once a government is overthrown by force, it will always be run by the same method. There are no more free elections. There is only obedience. I'm lousy at being obedient, and that means things are going to work out badly for me. Your friend is physically hurt by your beliefs. This isn't abstract, it's concrete, as will be the prison cell in which I spend what little remains of my life when I criticize the dictator. By all means, vote against the current president if you don't like what he's doing. Vote out all the politicians with whom you disagree. Campaign, if you have the passion for it, for the candidates you like. That's how democracy works. And I'm calling it that, and not a republic, because that's what I want to preserve. I am fighting for our physical freedom tonight. This isn't Fred's idealism. It's a pragmatic analysis of what lies ahead if we have a coup. The point of life is to find all the happiness you can in the time you can live. I believe we have a responsibility to one another. We must do what we can to preserve people's rights to choose how to live their lives, to choose their own beliefs, to have thoughts that differ from ours. We can't allow people to live with the fear of being pulled out of their homes in the middle of the night, never to be heard from again. While we're light years from the utopia I hope to help create, we don't need to move in the direction of the dystopia that will certainly be the consequence of abandoning our democracy. Loyalty often leads to taking sides. I'm a Democrat, or a liberal, or an idealist. Therefore, I have to agree with everything they say, and anyone who says something different is, to the extent of the difference, mistaken. Republicans, conservatives, or cynical pessimists are wrong about everything they say. How does this help me? Well, it allows me to save time because I don't have to consider new ideas. It allows me to feel superior to them because we are better than they are. While this might be emotionally satisfying, it does nothing to solve any of the problems all of us share. It cures no diseases. It stops no crimes. It feeds no hungry old man. It warms no shivering little girl. It doesn't shoo the children with no shoes on their feet. And Steve Miller told me we ought to do that if we're going to fly like Let's stop taking sides. Let's start finding solutions. Our first loyalty must be to the idea of freedom. Freedom is the ability to choose what to do with the time you are given. You still have at least some form of freedom tonight. Choose wisely what to do with it. Let's let freedom ring. Let the light of liberty shine from within you.
are the names of the people in our community. Our only official patron saint is Jean Louise Finch. Our unofficial patron saints are Alex Oliphant, Jenner Zeno, and David Russell. Our producers are Edith Keeler, Coralie Day with Scott Knight, and Hermione Granger. Welcome, Hermione. Thanks for joining it. Made my day. Our patrons are Sherlock the Mystery Patron, Utopia 42, Kevin Boyce, Joe March, Barbara Hauser, and Lena Miller. Our supporters are Chris Donnelly, Corey Pluard, Claude Burt Lansden, Jesse Rogers, Virginia Rupert, The Mind Wave Podcast, to which you should listen often, Scott Shelby, Mark Roseman, Michelle Freeman, Laura Engram, Elizabeth Bennett, and Zareth. Our supporters are Judy Morris, Amos Stewart, Phil Parkman, Michelle Sylvester, Marley Maple Miracle, Ursula Phillips, Carrie Dedeo, Pavel Shabayev, Sarah Nimitz, John G., David Miller, Christine L. Patterson, Chuck Curry, Corey, Natalie, Jefferson, and our tearless and tireless supporter, Jureen. Our anchor sponsor is Zara. Our anchor supporters are Lori Shea, Daniel H., Cindy Mandel, Corey again, Piper K. Young, A.A. Milne, John Donovan, Stacy Height, and Sharon Reddy. Thank you all for sticking with me through the bad times and for helping to make these, the good times, better. You're helping me to shine. I love you. share my thoughts and ideas with you. Follow me at Front Porch Fred on Twitter and get your episodes early and commercial free on Patreon. See you next week. Produced by Studio Stargazer.